0: Jonathan Wayne Freeman. For many of us, he's struck a chord. John takes everyday frustrations, everyday cultural absurdities, and turns them in such a way that I often find myself saying, yeah, he gets it. This whole Southern California surfing lifestyle thing, John gets it. If he's nothing else, he is relatable. There's a sort of working schmuck, middle-class charm. Comedian, actor, Instagram philosopher. He ponders, he advises, he makes fun. On this episode of the Boardroom Podcast, Jonathan Wayne Freeman. Let us begin. Welcome to the Boardroom Podcast. I'm stoked to have you here. I guess we should start with sort of the breaking news this morning before I bury the lead. So what are your thoughts on Governor Newsom closing each and every beach within the state's borders? I think stand by because
1: I think it's uh, overreach. And I think there's going to be a lot of people that aren't going to uh, be too happy about this. I think you're going to see a lot of protests. I literally was just checking the surfline camera before we started this conversation going, okay, it's my last day to surf. Where am I going to go? Like, I don't know when the beaches are going to open again. The guy doesn't even give a date of when they're going to open. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I hear people saying I, I'm blaming kook of the day or, or this website or that website for showing pictures of people in, in the crowded waves. I mean, I, I don't know if that contributed to it. I just think um, being outside – so good for your mental health, and we all know that, Sir, if you're literally usually not right on top of each other, you're usually six feet apart, eight feet apart. I mean, it, this just seems silly, but again, I mean, I don't know, you know dude
0: th- here's what's interesting. couple things there's a couple things to unpack here. One of them is from your point of view, you're certainly a rising star. Are you concerned with taking a political stand? uh, in the public eye because you're basically going to lose half your audience or perhaps people are going to, you know, whichever side of the equation you take, you can, you can run the risk.
1: You're so funny. That's such a good question. Cause I've been thinking about that for this entire time. Um, yeah, man, I, I literally am like staying right in the middle and I, I feel like a bit of a chicken doing that because I do have pretty yeah. strong beliefs and, um, but then I stop and I go, you know what? I don't know if I started doing what I'm doing to be that person. I started it to entertain people and make people laugh. And I enjoy just getting people to start a conversation. So I kind of will play both sides because I want I want people to have a discussion. I don't think anyone really cares what my stance is. <laughs> I'm trying to, to make people laugh. And, um, you know, if anybody ever talks to me one-on-one, we'll have that discussion but yeah, yeah to be to answer your question i mean it's such a i'm a grown man i'm 40 years old to say that i'm i'm, I'm scared i'm not scared but i'm trying to build something with my life here and i, I just don't think it it behooves me to to shake my fist and yeah, if that makes sense
0: no it does it does and it's a it's a very interesting um scenario people expect sort of blunt honesty from you even if it comes in sort of a of the form of parody, you know, maybe that's not our place or maybe that's not your place. You know, maybe your place is just to be doing what you normally do. And and so, yeah, it, it's it's going to be fascinating to see kind of how you unpack it and how you handle it moving forward and just how everyone does. I mean, if you look at comedians in general, some you don't even hear from them and right. other others are like out there, you know, waving whichever flag they wave.
1: That's true. And you know what? I'll say in this situation, I'm still evaluating all the information that's coming in. I'm some days I, I, I'm completely confused. Other days I think I have a, a, a kind of a read on it, and then I'm I, I'm mistaken. This is just such a strange time in history. But you know, you know where I love to go, Scott, because it's it's the first place I ever heard your name. I go to the Surfer Mag forums and listen to those guys. I like to read what they have to say. That's that's where I get all my information from. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> Have you ever? I know you've been on there, dude. It's a, it's a sea of just madness, and it's, uh, it's entertaining to read. I'll tell you that. Oh, uh, yeah. There's some wild cats on there, some <laughs> wild men. And women.
0: I haven't gone on there (laughs) lately. I'm not too well loved on there. I think. No,
1: you are. You are the, uh, you're a heel. You're a heel over on the Surf for now. It is a a land of keyboard warriors over there. Good times.
0: Now, to be blunt, I don't know too much about you. So I'm going to ask some simple questions that you've probably answered a million times already. But for the sake of me getting to know you better and some of the listeners too, what was the last live music event that you went and saw?
1: Dude, this is so, I'm so bummed. This was a few years back and it was Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers and it was probably the best show I've ever been to and I'm so bummed that guy's not with us anymore. It's such a shame, but yeah, it was an amazing show.
0: You know, I just read Rolling Stone Magazine put out the final interview he did during that tour. It was a 40 year anniversary tour. So you should take a look, Google, when you get a chance sometime today, Google the Rolling Stone interview with Tom Petty. I will. Yeah, for sure. I know you went and saw him. So that was. Mm -hmm. Where did you see them? Did you see them up um, in Orange County or down? Yeah,
1: so I'm in Orange County and Irvine. I don't even know what they call the place anymore. It's changed names so many times. Used to be called Irvine Amphitheater. I don't even know what it is now.
0: Where did you start this journey of yours, riding waves? When did you begin surfing?
1: I grew up um, before I ever. You know, jumped on a a stand-up surfboard. I, I would boogie board at San Onofre and T Street. I grew up in Mission Viejo, a Missionite, an inland kid. So <laughs> my sister loved surfing and was really attracted to it. And she would have these boyfriends. And she ended up marrying a guy that rips that um, was a creek guy. And when I was thirteen, fourteen, I saw Endless Summer Two in Dana Point at the movie theater. And I just thought Pat O'Connell and Wingnut, I go, this is the life, you know, I want to <laughs> do that with my life, literally. So, um, I started on a, what we used to call Doyles, which you might call a way before there were wave storms, there were Doyles. So started on a soft surfboard, um, eighth grade, and then, um, played football freshman year and was like, I, I, this is, it doesn't hold a candle to surfing. So I haven't looked back and yeah, Creek and Strands in San Clemente is where I grew up sur- surfing and then uh, lifeguarded for the city of San Clemente for a few years and uh, went to school down in San Diego. And yeah, that's that's been the path, man. I, I just It's the one single strand that runs through my life, surfing. I married my wife. She surfs. I've lived where I've lived because of surfing. It's, it's the greatest. Love it.
0: Did you go to Point Loma? I did, yes. I imagine you chose that university because of its location to the surf. A hundred percent. And also because
1: my parents wanted me to go to a Christian school. So it was like a no brainer. I'm like, Oh, Christian school on the beach, done and done. Mom and dad, little did they know it was also close to the, the border. So that, <laughs> that didn't work out as well as I thought it would have.
0: One of the things that you posted was it looked like it was some sort of talent show at Point Loma Nazarene and you were sort of pushing the boundaries of Christian morality or the, give me a little insight into that.
1: Sure. So it was called mock rock and it's just where you you put on a performance, lip syncing, and they had very strict guidelines and rules at the the school. I mean, you weren't allowed to have girls in your room, you're not allowed to drink, you're not allowed to smoke, and you you can get kicked out of school. So for mock rock, you know, you weren't allowed to do pelvic thrusts or certain kind of dances. And I just went, you know what, I'm gonna just do what's fun. We're 19 year old kids and I did that and I ended up me and the two guys I did it with ended up in the dean's office and uh, getting chastised. Um, we actually won. We got first place and there was real prize money and they wouldn't give us the prize money. And the prize money was like 350 bucks, which for us was everything. And they said, nope, we're not giving it to you. And then there were write-ups in the school newspaper from like, literally, I felt like Elvis, like in the beginning of his career, there were write-ups from girls going, I can't believe that that." these guys were doing this. They they were acting like male strippers. And it was just, to me, I was just laughing. And, you know, that's that's a Christian school. That's that's how it goes.
0: Maybe there's some hidden talent there that, that you're trying to tap into.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I knew from a young age that, that that's something I loved was acting. I did. It's weird. I was on surf team in high school, but I also did musical theater. So like I was a surfer, which was this cool sport. But then I was really, really into drama and theater and yeah, all this stuff that you see me doing. I mean, it's, it's all high school improv. It's all, it's all theater stuff for sure. Have you,
0: have you looked into local, the local theater? I mean, I could, have you thought about moving deeper into this? Cause I, I sense that you get a lot of enjoyment out of it.
1: I get so much enjoyment out of it. I mean, this is to be, when I started doing the Instagram stuff, it wasn't, to be directed towards surfers. I was doing it as an outlet, you know, for me to perform and to get the reaction and try to bring people smiles and laughs. And then a lot of that, that, that minutia, that tiny, weird little subculture of surfing, like the stuff they only understand, they were picking up on things I was saying and realize I was making fun of our, our kooky culture, you know, but yeah, in a broader sense, like, that's, that's my goal, man. My goal is to be this this guy that later in life you know get makes his dreams come true so whether that's holding a mic in front of a camera whether that's acting whether that's podcasting or any of it i want to do it all and do it well this this back half of my life that's that's where my where my strengths always were i just sort of i never leaned into them like i should have you know 20 years ago
0: well it's pretty cool that you're leaning into him now and
1: thank you um,
0: as i saw on your instagram today um you're going to be doing Surf Jeopardy on surfer on surfer.com, right? Surfer Magazine's website. Yes.
1: Well, first off, I invited uh, Gavin Newsom on if he wants to test his surf trivia um, this evening. He can go live with us because you know, right. he has decided to shut everything down. Um, but yeah, Surfer Magazine, that was just a dream come true. Peter Terrace, the director of digital media, was kind of a fan, and we started having DMs And yeah, that's how that that show started, the Ultra Core Surf Hour. But with the Jeopardy, um, anybody can come on. And we just wanted to provide something to entertain people while they're they're locked in their house. And you can test your surf trivia. And we've been getting professional surfers on there, people from the industry. And then just everybody like you and me, you know, you can come on, you can play. There's different categories. And eventually we're going to have a battle of the champions and there'll be prizes.
0: I mean, you say anyone can play so that you could have up to hundreds of people chiming in trying to, you know, answer the question at once or. With Instagram live, I have to press
1: a button and then I will see you. So there'll be two of us looking at each other. It's video. So like if Scott Bass came in, I would press Scott Bass and then you and me would be talking to each other. As long as you keep getting the right questions, you stay on. The second you miss one, you go out and then I just bring in another person.
0: To oh, keep true.
1: playing yeah
0: and there are there categories like like there are on jeopardy yep
1: yep there's uh six categories they're really funny and the more you get up in money like 100 is pretty simple if you get into 500 it's difficult like last week we had rob machado on and i pretended i didn't know who he was i just called him rob from san diego <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh he played i think he got he might, have not, he might have got the first question wrong. He picked a hard one. He jumped in like, oh, I'm going straight for 500. But then uh, Liam McNamara, the the 1990s pipe warrior, he killed it, dude. That guy got like six questions right. So that was That's fun. And who writes the questions? Is
0: that what you do?
1: I write some of them, and Peter writes some of them, and then we figure out which ones are the uh, the best. But I'd say Peter, they're probably 80% his. Oh, my wife says Rob got his question right just for the record. Thank oh, you, honey. Thank okay. you Robert Machado. You got yeah. it right. Sorry. I'm a huge fan. That's another thing, Scott. Like doing all this is I don't get geeked out by by much, but professional surfing, I'm when I meet these guys or I talk to them, I'm such a fan and I think that's been like the running theme is people can tell I really love surfing. I really do. So, it's dude, it's so fun. That's the best part of it all, you know.
0: So, so take me back to sort of the beginnings of, of the Instagram account. I know you mentioned earlier that it wasn't really to, to sort of ponder surf culture, so to speak. Like at what point did you go, bright idea, I'm going to start an Instagram account and start telling people how I feel. Like what led to that?
1: So I had the, the late 30s kind of like, you can call it, I don't know if you call it a midlife crisis or what. But I, I got hired with Santa Barbara County Fire Department, which was a dream. I got hired as a firefighter paramedic. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be surfing Rincon, living in Santa Barbara County, and then I got fired, which was devastating. With two little babies, I was 37, so this is three years ago, and I ended up taking a job um, as a janitor in Carlsbad School District. I was a night janitor at an elementary school, and I was super depressed, like just walking around, going, "What happened to my life?" Like I thought I was gonna be this one thing. And, and as I was walking around that, that school at nighttime, I'm like, you know what, man, I'm a comedian. This is what I always wanted to do. And I always stayed off social media. I never, ever messed with that stuff. And then at nighttime, I just started making these videos of like, Hey, I'm a janitor. I'm a night janitor in elementary school. And I would, get people going, this is really funny, keep doing this. And I had maybe 150 people watching my videos, a lot of them were friends, and it was like high school again, they're like, oh, Freeman's just being the class clown. And then, um, yeah, I just had that realization, this is one life, we don't get another shot, and how could I tell my children, like, go for your dreams if I never went for my dreams, as cheesy as it sounds, but that's what happened. And then um, I just kept doing it, and then kook of the day, saw me doing a video in my garage where I was pretending like I was like a, an old kind of like has been pro that got some free gear, some free flow back in the day. And I was talking about it and he put it on kook of the day. And then, um, yeah, it just took off. And I, that's where, where it happened. Just being at the end of my rope and going, you know what, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to be who I'm going to be. And and see how the people react. And initially it was a lot more about family and my wife and stuff. And I'm kind of getting back more into that. You know, I think that's where the broader appeal is.
0: Is there only so much surf content that you can sort of tap into? Is that the feeling? That's definitely the feeling.
1: And also, I, I mean, I, there's just, I look at some of this stuff on YouTube or Instagram and, these people have millions of followers and I'm like, man, that's not very good content, but they're, you know, it's talking about being a dad or this or that. Like, and I also have, I've had so many jobs, man. Like I could do what I'm doing with surfing. I could do that with, I could do that with the fire department. I could do that with the police department. I could do that with EMS, you know, like all these different things you can do that with.
0: It's interesting that you, you went to this low point in your life, right? for there to be sort of a manifestation of where we're at now. Have you told that story on your Instagram account cuz to me that's pretty powerful. Yeah, you know, I I have man, I
1: got stories, man. I've had that's another thing. I want to I want to help young people like so many guys when you're struggling to find your your identity or your place in this world whether it's post high school or post college just get lost. And I know I was, I mean, for years, I just felt like I was wandering around. I haven't, I haven't shared a lot of those stories, but I'm glad you said that I I need to, and just talk about that because it's, I just tell people lean into your strengths. I tried to be something that I wasn't for so many years. And for me, it was trying to be my dad. My dad was a cop for 30 years, masculine guy. And like, I'm more artistic. I have that bent. He doesn't surf. He didn't want me to be a surfer. He thought they were all hippies and druggies. So that's, that's me. I'm different and that's okay, you know, and trying to be a fireman. I'm terrible at that stuff. I can't, I'm terrible. I have poor me- mechanical attitudes. So like, yeah, I do need to talk about that more because I, I think that's something too with the, within surfing, like if you speak a little truth amongst surfers, because I feel like we're all so busy trying to be the cool guy, people then react to it. Like if you just go, Hey man, treat women good be a good husband, be a good dad. Like you don't hear any pro surfers really talking about that. I don't yeah. know why. So I, I yeah. think
0: that's powerful. But you, you, and now you do sort of, you sort of get into that area where it's like, okay, the people came to my account because of this and now I'm shifting gears and I'm going over here. It doesn't mean it can't be done, but it needs to be done with some, you know, well thought out. You're sort of bordering on changing the tone of what you do. See
1: that's that's the kicker man and I'm very like the well thought out part is something that I need to really <laughs> start doing better because also one of the things that I think people drew to they could tell I was impulsive and that I would just post things that quickly which I do yeah the idea is what what is your angle like what are we trying to do here but I mean at the end of the day when I post something that that is real and I'm talking about you know life is short and do this or that to me getting DMS from people that go, that really helped me. That's much more satisfying than giving somebody a ha a ha or a, yeah. a laugh. Like you might've changed somebody seriously. Like it's just words. I was talking to CJ Nelson yesterday, the longboarder. And I said, dude, do you even know how powerful it is? If like you just give somebody your attention, like a Grom for five minutes, talk to him, smile to him. Like when I yeah. was a ki- kid, if a pro surfer, I always say Pat O'Connell because he was one of the friendliest. If he gave me some of his time and a smile and just, just a few words, I would glow for like three months. I, I loved it. So I think to me that's the future. And, and honestly, if I was going to be real with you, the reason this thing has grown is I literally respond to everybody. I've formed relationships with hundreds and hundreds of people. I talk to people on the phone. We DM and – Every single person is like, nobody ever does this. But if you look at a lot of successful people in the social media thing, like real successful, not this cheesy, glossed over, you know, thing, you, you form relationships with people. People want to be heard and they're just blown away if you simply respond. It's just human relationships and connection.
0: Have you thought about whiteboarding out ideas like, for instance, this concept of of pro surfers lending an ear to a young kid and how powerful that is so you whiteboard out a bunch of thoughts and then develop those so that maybe you can throw some comedic sort of overtones on top of it but you can still get your message out
1: yeah it's a great idea um that's where i'd like to go right because that's then you start to actually yeah that would that kind of stuff would would force a positive change and it's cool with comedy too because If you get that emotional laughter, if it's kind of funny, they they leave with a good feeling. But if they also leave thinking about something, too, then you've nailed it.
0: Yeah, it's funny. Sometimes I'm, I'm like, God, is Jonathan being sarcastic right here or is he being sincere? Like I sometimes I'm not sure. I think it's partly because your delivery, you sort of remind me of that one character who is in Step Brothers, that one actor. And I forget his name, but not Will Ferrell, but the other guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And
0: and I'm not sure if sometimes you're being sarcastic or if you're really trying to like push this message. I
1: see, I see. I don't, I am sarcastic a lot of times, but I really am pushing like the idea of be excellent to each other. I mean, I really mean that. I really do. I, yeah. I, and I want us all to, to be better to each other. So yeah, I don't know. That's funny you said that, but you're right. I can be very deadpan, very sarcastic. I just did a podcast with Luke Sederman. Dude, he's like, he is dry and sarcastic, which I think's hilarious. But even just trying to hold a conversation, I was just like, he doesn't break. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> it's yeah.
2: pretty funny.
0: Are you willing to potentially lose a little bit? And on the other side of that, you're able to get across what's truly in your heart, which is what I'm sensing is that, look, the comedy's great and fun and we can do that forever, whatever. But what I'm really trying to convey is act. And if you go over to X, are you willing to lose a little bit? Are, you know, like, or will that make you go, uh-oh, better reel it back to being sort of this funny sophomoric guy over here?
1: It's a strange thing, right? Because especially once people start giving you things, you're like, as a human, you're like, Oh, it's nice when people give you things like gifts, and it comes to your door. And it's almost like Pavlovian, you're getting this response, you're putting it out there. And then people are sending you free stuff. And you think how cool is that? But like you just said, at the end of the day, I i, I gotta say, yeah, I don't care if I lose people. You know why? Because they weren't they weren't the right fit. Anyways, they wouldn't want to be following me anyways. My wife always tells me that she goes, just filter out the people that shouldn't shouldn't be here and 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 maybe you shouldn't maybe this isn't for you that's how anything is like i get dms all the time that are like dude you're not funny quit what you're doing and i'm like well comedy's like music man you you it's it's a different taste for everybody so yeah. it's all it's all good
0: i was gonna ask you about criticism about how you handle criticism because i know it can be difficult
1: yeah i'm still learning scott how to yeah. deal with it i mean i could ask you the same thing you you got guys on that you don't even know that are bashing you on a computer behind a screen and it's like my take always on you was that you were giving back to the surf industry and the community and that you love it and that you were doing the boardroom show and different things because this is your joy this is your passion and you want other people to share in this joy right but then you get people coming at you and you're like where does this come from but at the end of the day. Most of these folks probably wouldn't say it to your face. And if they would, that would be great. I'm still waiting for someone to say something to me in person and I, I'm going to high five them and go, thank you. Like you said it to me eye to eye. That's good. And, but this is all just, what is this? What are we even doing? Like, why would you be angry at anything that we're trying to do? We're not doing anything bad. I just am baffled that anyone would take the time to spit that hate. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still I learning, think, man. Still I learning. Think
0: you're Taking your wife's advice is pretty good. Filter out, you know, the, the haters. And there, there's a lot of people that are insecure and that that's their outlet, you know, for that insecurity. Correct. And, and then the other thing that this mentor of mine often says is that what other people think of you is none of your business. Right. It's true. And the other thing I've come to realize, too, nobody
1: is thinking about me as much as I they are. They're thinking about themselves. You know, it could be a 15-year-old kid who's not mature or you know, an old jaded dude. It could be somebody that's just trying to poke fun. And half the time when you talk to these people, they go, no, I actually like you. I just wanted a response. And you go, oh, that's weird.
0: I also saw that you were doing some stand-up comedy here in Encinitas a while ago. Mm-hmm. Is that something you've done before? And how did that go? That must be nerve-wracking.
1: Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. Um, Stand up, something that initially, again, I I, I did stand up when I was 25 for for a little bit, and then and then I stopped. And it's something I wish I would have stuck with. Um, and before I started Instagram, I was like, man, I want to be a stand up. But if you're a stand up, you got to go out every night and you got to hone your craft. And when you're married with kids and have a full time job, it's it's really difficult to do. That's kind of something you want to do when you're young and single and build that muscle of stand up. So I said, hey, Instagram, that's the quickest way I can reach the largest amount of people, make them laugh.
0: So I was asking you about your wife. Is your are your wife fully on board with the Instagram account?
1: Yeah, she is. Um, she's super stoked on it. I mean, well, I shouldn't say that. Some days she is. Some days I push the boundaries and I, like, say stuff I probably shouldn't. But, um, yeah, I could not do it without her. She is the coolest. She has a sense of humor. She gets it, you know. and. I mean, I'm basically, like, so much of the stuff I do, it's what you want to say sometimes when you're upset and you don't say it. Well, I'm, I'm just trying to channel that and be that voice for all the married men, you know? And she's, she's cool with it most of the time. What about the in-laws? <laughs> no. That's, it's no good, dude. It's no good. We don't get along, and uh, thank God they don't, they don't know how to use this. So if they did it would be a trouble trouble for me.
0: Yes. That's funny. Cause I do recall the one that really sort of hooked me was the one you did on the mother-in-law not allowing you to surf. Dude, That's all real, man. That's all yeah. real. She's up. All... Hey,
1: come here. Come here real quick. Watch this. We'll show you right now. Yeah. Come here. Come over here. This is Scott. Does grandma want, want you guys to be surfers when you grow up? Why not? Why doesn't she want you to surf? Don't remember, but it. Yeah, it? there you go. They don't remember, but she doesn't want them to be surfers. All right, it's okay to surf. High five. All right. Yeah. Okay. Grandma says no. Okay.
2: <laughs> so weird. Well,
0: let me get your thoughts on some some sort of general topics. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on stand up paddlers? I'm not into it, man. Unless
1: you're on a river or a flat lake or in a harbor not into it never have been never want to do it over it in the lineups like i see guys yesterday i saw a dude in perfect position going on the left and there was a stand-up paddleboarder just bailed his board right here just floundering like you have again you have the dudes that are you have like tom carroll who tom carroll you can do whatever you want because you're a pipeline champion you're a world champion you know what you're doing but that's, there's very few Tom Carrolls. It's all goonies that never even started and learned on a normal surfboard on a boat. And that's just dangerous. Yeah. Those, are, those are my thoughts. Okay, so it's based in danger. Yes. Yeah. In a lineup. I'm talking in a lineup. Otherwise, right. I don't care what
0: you right. do. It's all good exercise. Yeah. Right. Um, what about localism? This sort of broad ranging concept of localism?
1: That's, my stance has changed over time. I used to be like super anti, and I'll say this, you don't never get physical with somebody. You never cross that line, um, that sort of thing, unless someone, you know, it's self-defense. But certain spots, I think where there's a safety issue again, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. I think we need to put our, our big boy pants on and just accept that that's how it is. Um, but again, we live in such a world where it's litigious. Like you can get sued so easily that um, times have completely changed. But yeah. a, a localism. When you say the word localism, what do you instantly think? You think fist to the face, like that? I don't think it has to be that way. I think localism, and this is this is the idea that a lot of locals will try to tell you. Like I'm protecting the spot. I'm blah blah blah. A lot of times, those guys are straight jerks. Let's just be honest. Maybe they're not the sharpest tools. Maybe they're, you know, whatever, but there are real locals that really want to keep the beach clean, you know, that will tell you this is about safety and that. So I would say then obviously the nonviolent approach, I don't think it's
0: the worst thing. No. Have you, have you ever, or have you recently had a discussion with somebody that you felt like needed to be like quote unquote, learn the rules or, see things maybe the way that they should be seen in john freeman john freeman's point of view for the first time in like
1: 15 years and of course i decided to to share it with everybody during this quarantine though i mean it's it's been just bananas because people are just so hungry for for waves if they can get that out there and surf and again though it wasn't like the guy that rips at surfing that's just a wave hog he's just being a jerk you know he has ability He's weaving through people. He's good. He's not going to hit anybody. This is a person that's like at the end stage of a beginner that's going on every wave, that's going right on lefts. And then I saw a guy, you know, run into three people and I'm like, ah, oh, someone's going to get hurt. So the way I always approach that is, and I make mistakes all the time too. I forget to look and then I'll always acknowledge it. But I went up to him and I said to him, I go, hey, uh, you can't take all the waves. You understand what you're doing wrong. And he looked at me like... Poof. What do you? What do you? And he came that way. So then you were nice, and then I waited a beat, and I said, "No, do you understand why you can't do what you're doing?" And he went off on me, and then I raised my voice, and you and I puffed out my chest, <laughs> I bared, I bared the whiskers, and I, I barked, ur, ur, I barked at him. I said, "Yeah." And I felt stupid afterwards, but everybody in the lineup was like, "Here, here, we agree." So if you get everyone else on your side, you know, you're usually pretty good, but he stayed out and kept doing what he was doing. It Uh, made no difference. Yeah.
0: So yeah. What about professional surfing? Yeah. It's getting weird. Isn't it, Scott? I don't know. You tell me this. Well, this is your (laughs) answer. I, I think that, um, I love it. I'm a fan. I can't yep. lie.
1: I, who doesn't want to watch the best in the world? But like this season, this year, I just feel like it's going to be where the, one of those things where they're going to crown world champions and everyone's going to kind of be like, was it really a world champion? And because it wasn't a full year. And I'm sure the athletes don't want that, you know. And, and yeah, technically, they'll be the world champion. And um, I just don't know what's going to happen there. But, but wave pulls. I know that's a different thing, too. I That's said to, my next one on here. Yeah, yeah, wave yeah. Pool. I, I said to Luke, and I've thought this for a long time, there's so few people that live by the coast. I think there's going to be just incredible athletes that come out of wave pools. There's going to be some inner city kids that are doing backflips on lock that are powerful, that rip, and we're going to see things we've never seen before once that opens up. And I think we're probably maybe going to realize we're
0: not as special as we thought we were. <laughs> wow, yeah. I like that. Yeah. So, so sounds like you feel like surfers are athletes. I think it's, um, dude, I get, I see anytime you start
1: talking about this, it gets super like kind of cheesy and hokey. I don't, I. I mean, it's an athletic pursuit, but again, I've seen guys that were overweight, big Hawaiian dudes that killed it at surfing that had technique and flow. But to say like, if you're into football, man, like, you don't spend your whole life traveling around to 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 play football in different parts of the world like surfing's a lot more than that and it's really deep and it's really rich you know there's people that are very much on the surface level i surfed one time on a wave storm i'm a surfer then there's people that have magic boards hanging behind them like you do and are full on that's like, a sup behind me <laughs> <laughs> Magic sup. sort of embarrassed but that's a sup up there. you chose to join zoom Scott that's what happened um,
0: you gotta get rid of that board
1: no I think surfing's <laughs> as deep and as rich as you want it to be so that's what athletes yes there's super athletes that do this but there's also guys that like can take a rip pound a bunch of beers and still pull in it 12-foot pipe. What yeah. is that?
0: That's crazy. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah. What about the idea of quitting surfing? That, I, I made a decision
1: a few years ago that I want to protect my joints. I was doing Brazilian mm-hmm. Jitsu because that's what you do if you're a surf guy. Right. Uh, Got to yeah. learn how to ground fight. Right. Yeah, yeah that's important. So important. <laughs> so <important>. – <laughs> so, I'm like, what am I doing? The whole sport is attacking your joints. I'm like, my shoulders, my knees, my hips, my elbows. If I want to surf till I'm 80, that's the most important thing. So I quit and no, I don't want to stop. And I'll be on a boogie board. I'll be on an, I'll just be in the water doing something because I dig it
0: as long as I can. Yeah. Okay. What if. A- what do you do now? Are you in the, are you a fireman? I'm a paramedic. Okay. What if a paramedic, um, I don't know, a company or a municipality in Montana called you and said, John, we, we got a job for you, you know, blah, 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 killer pay, beautiful place to live, Montana, snowboarding, fly fishing, at that point, would you be having a talk with the family about maybe moving to Montana?
1: We almost did. In 2014, we flew out to Idaho, and we were going to do that. And I, I have a love-hate relationship with California. I think California is incredible. I just am in love with it, and I also hate so much about it. The only reason I'm here... Is because of the Pacific Ocean. Otherwise, I would be there, and I yeah. could do that. The draw, and it's really sick. If I think about it, how sick this surfing life is. Like, yes. the, like the drug. That's kind
0: of what I was getting to. It's sort of. Yeah. It's kind of a ball and chain in some regards.
1: It really is, and but then I think I'm like, I'll go. Well, they're gonna they're gonna put a wave pool there eventually, and I could get cheap airfare and maybe go every other month. You know, down to Costa Rica or Nicaragua. But at the end of the day, like. It's what I dig. But yeah, I, I think about that all the time. Google. Yeah. 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 I'm just, yeah. I got to make that money, Scott, so it can <laughs> have a
0: place there and a place here. Right. Jet setter yeah. back and forth. We all do. <laughs> well, that's an interesting segue. I'm wondering, without prying too much, are you starting to get a little bit of coin from some of the success you're seeing? Because it seems like you're yeah. working an awful lot.
1: Yeah. So um, I am, which is crazy which is really crazy. And, and that comes into like, people are like, bro, you should not be doing anything for free. Like you should, you should have a manager and you should do this and that. And I don't really feel like I'm at the point. I I hate the idea of the influencer thing and asking somebody, I think you should have something to offer people. And I'm kind of looking for a job, man. If somebody approaches me and asks me to do something, I would love to do that. But, Yeah, I'm making a little bit and I've had meetings with people that haven't gone anywhere yet, but I'm just, I'm blown away. I had a meeting with some guy who is some, you know, it's really, really cool. Like you put yourself out there and then you meet all these different folks who kind of want to help you. Yeah. Like we've talked and you've been giving me ideas just that pop into your head, which is generous. And, and like you said, you have a mentor. I probably need to find someone like that. I'm, in fact, the guy I'm meeting today, I'm having a surfing meeting with a guy and I'm just going to talk to him about business stuff. I know
0: nothing about business. So I'm yeah. going to pick pick his brain, you know? Yeah. Well, um, for the record, you and I can be friends in that regard too. I would love to be able to help you in any way that I can.
1: Yeah, and just to give you, um, thank you for the boardroom show, man. I, I take my kids. I've been going... Del Mar, the past few years, and we walk around, and it's like it's one of the highlights of my year. I just love it, man. I just geek out so hard, and I'm, sh- dude, I can't even imagine the amount of work. But to see, like, to see those guys actually shape in person and to have people there, I'm sure it's just feels so good to them. Like, you appreciate the craft. And as a person who is terrible with my hands, can't even put together Legos, watching those guys is. The radis. So thank you for doing that.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. Thanks for being a part of it. Thanks for coming down. Those guys, Love we it. all we're all stoked that you're there. Um, how many boards do you own? I have twelve. <laughs> no, I got two new ones. Yes, I have fourteen. Oh my god! I picked god. up two boards yesterday.
1: That's another thing, dude. it No matter what anyone tells you, you want the you want the no BS answer. Okay. I did this. I did everything to try to get a surfboard. <laughs> Dead serious to try it to work. It worked. And now I'm just doing it. I don't know why I'm doing it to try to get more surfboards.
0: That's what I'm doing. Well, a a l- l- here, here's a little yeah. secret. Yeah, me too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Are you a golfer who surfs or a surfer who golfs?
1: I'm a surfer who can't golf at all. I need a, <laughs> I
0: need to take lessons. I'm terrible. No. I'm going to get, I know we've got a, we got to get out of here. You're busy here this morning. Um, do you believe in God? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you go to church? No. What does your higher power or God
1: look like? I go to the church of the open sea, Scott. That's where I go. I, I'm that's, sensing your next uh, episode. That's here. what I do. I get <laughs> out there. Um, yeah, dude, like we were looking at uh, what is it called? The bioluminescence from the red tide. Yeah. Last night, yeah. watching it, me and my wife and we're just going, "What? What is this? This is a freak show." This, yeah. and, and she said to me, "She goes, yeah, this make this is God. Like this is this doesn't make sense." So, I look to nature. I look around at everything. I was raised in church. Um, grew up with parents that took me twice a week, and then a few years back, I stopped attending just because it was more of a business. Yeah. I was watching it, just going, "I I don't dig that." Yeah. Um in fact, I, th- I think like we were talking earlier about trying to promote good values and things like that to younger people. I would like to do that in a way where it's natural and I don't yeah. have to say, give me 10% of your money because God, you know what I mean?
0: Yes. Cause that's ridiculous. I yeah, so it is.
1: I think you just need to do it in a, in, in a normal way without asking for people's
0: money. Yeah. It's not that hard. No, it's not. It's not. I'll end with this. You, uh, I saw somebody suggested that you resemble Bob Ross on NPR. The guy who paints. Yeah. Who is it that you think you resemble? Who I want to be or who I no, 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 not Brad Pitt. Um,
1: I always say this and it's funny. Uh, because he was more unintentionally funny. Do you remember the show California Gold? Huell Hauser? Yes, absolutely. So he was like, he looked at the world like a child. He'd be like, oh, Scott, you yeah. got surfboards back there? That's amazing. What yeah. kind of fins are those? So I think I'm like that because I really, there's a lot of stuff I is like new to me that other people should have noticed. But it's like new to me just because I'm probably lost in my head a lot. So I would say Huel Hauser and if I like, that would be a dream. I just want to, I want to go around California and be like, so Scott, the boardroom show you started. Yes. That's amazing. I, that would be a dream job or to be, if I, if I was like the cooler version of that, it would be, um, what is it? Parts unknown. What was his name? I love oh, yeah, Anthony yeah. Bourdain. It would be right. Anthony. That would be the dream gig. Right. So right. yeah but I'm cool. probably more Huel than Anthony, yeah.
0: All right, fair <laughs> enough. I, I, I think Huel's, there's a humility that Huel presents that's yes. just pretty cool. Yes, I agree, I agree. Well, what if we, we've got Jeopardy tonight, let's plug that again. I don't think this yeah. would be live today though, but, um, so Jeopardy, how many Jeopardies are you gonna be doing? Until the
1: lockdown is, is done, so we, we wish we would've started sooner, so we're just doing it to give people something to do at home, and uh, who knows could be three weeks could be four weeks
0: I don't know and so do I just log on to Instagram and wait for you to pop up and then I, I join in and I so go on to Instagram go to surfer magazine uh-huh, Surfer there's magazine a, there's a uh-huh. circle
1: that says surfer magazine just click on the circle and you'll see we're live you'll see me at 6:30 um, I want to tell you something though this is straight yeah. up if things work out and I mean like they really work out and Johnny boy here starts getting into the money i'm going to be at the boardroom show outbidding everybody <laughs> i literally last year walked through and i was like oh i would take that brewer boop, boop, boop. i would take that boop, boop, boop. i saw so many boards like there's like steve list fishes like from sunset i'm like that's what i would do that's where yeah. i would spend my money if i was loaded and i saw loaded dudes in there and i was like oh that guy's got a fat bank account. That's literally what I would do. I would, I would have wall hangers and I'm coming for you if it all works out and if it doesn't work out, well then someone else is going to get those boards.
0: Right. We have a raffle. We have a
1: raffle. There you go. There's a raffle. I'll buy a ticket.
0: Yeah. That's for John. And by the way, do you go by John or Jonathan?
1: (laughs) I, everyone calls me John. My real name's Jonathan. And I just thought, I'm going to put my whole real name on it. I don't know if it was stupid or smart, but somebody told me a long time ago, if you're going to do something, put your name on it, put your stamp on it. So I'm like, throw it out there. But Which John, you John, or Jonathan. Okay, don't John, care. Jonathan always sounded like a cha- like a either like a, my name is Jonathan, like, like right. a dignified dude or like a little kid. And John just, to be truthful, I went by John because I'm lazy. And in school, every time you have to write your name, I just want J-O-N, J-O-N. Right. Okay.
0: <laughs> John, it is. All right. Well, John, thank you so much for being a part of this. I really appreciate you. I'm a big, big fan. And Martin I'm Stokes. a big fan of Jonathan Wayne Freeman man. and his family. And I, I hope I can help in any way, um, watch you prosper and move forward with your life. It sounds like a cool gig you got going.
1: Yeah, man. I'm, I'm very fortunate, very blessed. And it's so weird that like this all happened through surfing. It's this, this theme that has gone through my whole life. And, uh, yeah, I'm stoked, man. Thank you for having me on. And I appreciate all the, all the work you do for surfing.
0: Yeah. 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 And this recording, how do I guess it's recording on my end once we end this conversation, it's probably just going to pop up somewhere.
1: So when we end this conversation, because I gave you permission to record, it's going to load you should see it stop for a second you won't see something for a second don't freak out and then you're going to see this thing load and you'll just be able to save it to your computer like anything else in a file and if it doesn't on your end it should on your end because we we did everything proper um it will on my end um and it should have both audio and then if you need it if it didn't get sent to you i should be able to send it to you
0: all right. Cool. Cool. And let's do this again. I enjoyed this conversation. Any, immensely. Anytime,
1: man. Anytime. And, um, yeah, dude, I want to hear, Never mind. I, really, I could go off. I'm, dude, all so much of my material came from the surfer mag forums. Oh,
0: I've been, yeah, too. I've been,
1: look, I've been kicked off twice, by the way. You might've kicked me off. I might have. Greg Griffin came at me hard. Greg, oh, is, God. Is this, Greg, something else.
0: Oh, I would, man. I would
1: just, I went in there once or twice because he jumps on everything and it's like, yeah. I'm Chandler. I'm, I created this board. This is, and you're like, bro, just, you would sell so many boards if you just stopped.
0: <laughs> what are you doing?
1: But yeah, I get a lot of material from there. That's.
0: We, we should probably have offline discussions about the message board. I can give you all of this stuff behind oh. the scenes oh it's 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 so juicy
1: i <laughs> all right
0: <laughs> surfers are the worst man they surfers are they are,
1: the are. they are dude all right man i gotta okay. i gotta run yeah. i'm gonna stop recording right now
0: thanks scott
2: appreciate okay, it Okay, boss thank all right, you later. Bye. okay bye built like this, some folk build like that, a uh, bunch you way I'm built, uh, don't you call me fat, because I'm built for comfort I ain't built for speed But I got everything Oh a good journey. Some folk rip and run. some folk believe sign. Uh, but
0: that. You got
2: to take your time